Mr. Shatner, you're on with Dave and Nikki. Good morning to you, Dave and Nikki. Good morning. Great to hear your voice, sir. So are you doing a lot of radio uh, uh, to take care of Explain and all that? Well, I'm doing a, uh, yeah, I'm doing a radio uh, tour, they call it, uh, of calling people, influential people like yourself and saying The Unexplained is on uh, Friday nights on the History Channel. It starts a new season uh, this week, and this week's first hour is about these strange monsters that uh, are on Earth that people have seen from time to time, and we don't have any explanation, so it enters the realm of the unexplained. So that's what I'm doing this morning with you, saying to you guys and your audience that we live in mystery. Uh, Even the life force is mysterious. Those mysteries that we all know and sense is part and parcel of what The Unexplained is all about. And we have a new season happening now, and actually they've ordered 40 hours for next season. Wow. So it's it's, it's really a, a big hit, and I urge your audience to watch it. Does it you just never stop. Never stop. Well, if you stop, you... You stop. You do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you definitely yeah. want to just keep on moving. I'm going to yeah, put that no, on a T-shirt. One, yeah, yeah, you wake up and you and you ah, just took a breath. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to put that. Yeah. I'm going to put that on a T-shirt, William. Uh, if right. you stop, you stop. Yeah, <laughs> that's the quote of the day. <laughs> it so is. You know, and William, for uh, the unexplained, has it blown your mind how much uh, we have questions on rather than answers in, yeah. on the planet? I think we don't really have any answers because what we have answered is always changing. If you take science, it's, there's always something. Oh, God, we thought that, but did that, you know, I, I, I was looking at a picture of me as a young man skiing, when, and I was a pretty good skier. And in those days, you counter-rotated. You just turned your body. If you're going to go to the left, you started at the right, you turned your body to the left to guide your skis. Well, sometime afterwards, people said, wait a minute, that, you don't counter, you rotate. So counter-rotation was out, and rotation was in. Well, wait a minute, I spent my youth learning to, to ski that way. Everything changes all the time. There's no fixed point. Everything is mysterious. That which you think you know, you don't know. Yeah, you line it up the right way and ex- uh, unexplained. So we'll look forward to a skiing version <laughs> of right. unexplained soon. Right. <laughs> in your lifetime, you've you've experienced so many different things. I mean, you've been we've seen you all over television and movies and things like that. But uh, most recently, we saw you go to space. That was just uh, had to have been such an incredible experience. We sat in the studio and watched it happen. Right. It was the most extraordinary experience. Absolutely, it was the most extraordinary. I I uh, I got up there uh, with some apprehension, and then looked at the at the space, and looked at the Earth, and I didn't realize it at the time, but I was I came back down. I was filled with grief for our Earth, our beautiful Earth, which is being destroyed, and I was just overwhelmed by that thought, and I didn't realize I was feeling it until I had time to process it. Yeah. Well, William, when you came back and you were saying those words, and we, I remember that when you talked for a while after you know, you'd know you landed uh, about yeah. that, that you were the only one that was kind of coming back with that take. I hadn't heard anybody really with that kind of take. And Have you talked to others who've gone to space about their experiences and shared all that? Uh, you mm-hmm. know? No, no, I haven't. You know, only about 600 people have gone into space and felt weightlessness and looked at what I looked at. So, no, I, I haven't. I do know that everybody was over joyed they were shaking champagne and i just uh, i was in another 
I was in another world. I was just doing something else that uh, yeah. I had no idea. I, I had no idea that I felt that way until I went off to a corner and realized I was feeling grief for for our, our beautiful earth. And since then, I've always been an ecologist, but I've been galvanized into more action. And wondering the mystery of why we aren't doing more to save ourselves is always there. I mean, we're now in a war, using up all, uh, you know, polluting the air and using up the energy, the material of Earth, and uh, it's insane. Mm-hmm. It's insane. We're 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 hurrying our own demise, and it's not ours. It's our children's. Yeah, and I hope they're hearing you talk about this because, like you said, so many, so few people have actually experienced this. And, and the fact that you came back with that mindset, I hope that encourages the younger people to do something, you well, know, to take I, some responsibility. I, I'm, I'm doing everything I can. going to have a music video out there, a song that I wrote and performed at Kennedy Center called So Fragile, So Blue will be a music video, and I hope it becomes an anthem the way We Are the World was. I, oh. That's my... William, like, you, yes. a- you answered a question of mine, because I wanted to know if you were going to be doing any more music like that, and I'm so happy you're all over that. It's always been in your wheelhouse to do that. Well, I'm learning more and more how to do it, uh, getting uh, more and more adept at it. I've got an album out there now called Bill, which does the same thing. It's it's great musicians accompanying me. I'm doing what it is I do. I'm not quite sure what it is I do. In any case, what I am doing uh, a lot of is the unexplained, and uh, I hope your audience looks in on the History Channel, especially Friday night uh, at 9 o'clock Eastern. Oh, we will and, totally get all over that. Hey, William, I have a quick question about one show that I was in love with for a long time, and that sure. was Boston Legal. And I'm wondering, is there any way that you and James Spader could just sit on a uh, balcony, bourbon, Smoke got a, a cigar, cigar, and maybe you and could some- opine... <laughs> About life a little bit on YouTube and have, or somewhere, have some real, and have some real uh, bourbon as against cold tea. Yeah, no, I love I love James, and those were wonderful moments for uh, both of us just sitting there because we'd spend the day shooting that scene uh, in each other's company. You know, sitting there in the seat, uh, and also smoking a cigar all day long, lighting and relighting and puffing away. Uh, what do they call it? The ther- therapy where. Like negative therapy? Yeah, right. (laughs) I learned to hate cigars. (laughs) I was going to say. Yep, yep, I bet. You went through a few. (laughs) Oh, my God. You don't know how many. Cut, move the chair. Yeah, Uh, cut. uh, He's got a wisp of hair. Cut. You know, then you light up again, you puff and you puff. I'm glad you're on a healthier show now, William. (laughs) Uh, with unexplained yeah. on the History you know, Channel, driving me cra- the mysteries are driving me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for talking with us today. It's been a pleasure, and pleasure. we wish you all the best. Thank you. Same.